All right, we are back with another episode of Taking Points. Uh, we're pretty excited about this uh, week's lineup. Chad, what's up, man? Not much, man. How's Georgia? Uh, it's good. The weather has actually been gorgeous. It's been 68 and sunny the past three days, so take it. That's fantastic, man. I love it. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. All right, well, we got a packed show today, so we are going to jump right into it. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, uh, and it's, and it's sad, but I hope it has a big redemptive story to it, is will we ever see Tiger Woods win another tournament? So, obviously, Tiger Woods was in a pretty bad car accident last week. And so, will we ever see him, uh, you know, I believe he'll recover fully physically, but will we ever see him win another Masters or another golf tournament? Gosh, man, I hate even that we're having this conversation because things were such on the upswing, right? You know, you win the Masters. Uh, you, I've gotten close in some tournaments. You seem healthy. You play with your son, Charlie. Like, the world is, once again, Tigers. Um, but I don't know, man, if when, when you ask if will he play in another tournament, if the question was different, I would, I would go, you know, I'm 95% sure because of his drive and who he is, he will play in another tournament. I don't know if he'll win another tournament. I don't know the extent of, and I'm not actually concerned about the leg injuries. I'm concerned about the back. Yeah, that he was in a major car accident with a fuse back that was already questionable if he would make the Masters, and now he was he turned his car over multiple times. Yeah, so if I have to put money on it, I don't. I, I think we've seen Tiger win his last tournament. Yeah, I I mean, the physical part is the biggest question. I, I mean, the guy has. I mean, if you watched if you watched the Tiger Woods documentary, I mean, the guy's. I mean, he plays through unbelievable amounts of pain and has done things physically that should just, I mean, played basically a whole tournament on a broken leg. I mean, just shouldn't be able to do it. So I feel like there is that possibility because of who he is to physically, like you said, get back out on a tournament, to stand up at the first green at a tournament and to swing and play. My biggest hope is that he at least gets back to being able to play and playing with his son and just, you know, to be able to function. But I feel like if he can get to a tournament, I do think that he could win one. Because mm. I, I, and the reason I say that is because I think there already and always has been this since Tiger won those amateurs and came in and then just started dominating and Tiger Red became a thing on Sunday. You know, there was just that the other golfers, when they saw Tiger step up, they were just like, oh no, here comes Tiger, right? I feel like there could be this massive emotional and like he's back and he's here and where guys would almost have it in their head. I think he's going to win this thing, you know, just because he's there. And so I do feel like there could be this major emotional momentum thing that could play in his favor to win one more. If he came back to do one. Here's where I'll agree with you. And I think it's a great take is I wonder if he makes it back. We saw it with so many people wearing red last Sunday. If he makes it back, aren't they kind of rooting for him to win? Yeah. Like, and when you are in competitive nature and you kind of want the other person to win, you just play a little less sharp than you would uh, previously. And so yeah. it, it, 
it, there could be a door of opportunity. That's what I think. I, I really think that guys, not that they would let him win or they would be like, Tiger wouldn't want that, but that there just would be this mental, like you said, they're almost rooting for him, and it could change the way they play to open the door because what I believe about Tiger is no matter what, he has that he has that thing that once he's out there, I'm here to beat you. Like, no matter what you're doing, I'm here to win. And so, man, I would love to see it. I can say that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. There's the horn. There's the horn. All right. So, uh, next one. What is wrong with the Lakers? Is there a reason to be concerned? You and I, obviously, big LeBron fans, so we're currently Lakers fans. And uh, they had a two-game skid going into the All-Star break. Before that, had a little four-game skid. So what's wrong with them, and should we be worried about it? And I'm excited to hear your take on this, so you go. Uh, I So my take on this has been my take almost every year at this time. Uh, no. And so the reason I say no <laughs> is because I have a really simple answer, and his name is LeBron James. And I have seen him have worse streaks with worse teams and go to the finals following that. And so until I see him not able to do that, which it will be a point where he just is until the father time finally makes the last swing and hits him. I say no, because LeBron has just been there too many times. He's done it. He's seen it. He's gone through the struggles. He's had the bad locker rooms. He's had the bad stretch through the all-star break. He's had the, and he knows what it takes to turn it on the second half, to tune everybody in, to dial everything up, and to head into the playoffs where it's game time. And they're in no trouble right now at all of not making the playoffs. They're the three seed. So, they're, I mean, it would be they'd have to absolutely fall off the face of the earth to not make the playoffs. And you get LeBron in the playoffs, and uh, nine out of the last 11 years history tells you that you're just fine to go to the finals once you get there. So my answer mm. is no. All right, so I am concerned, but my concern has zero to do with the with with the goat. Zero concern with the goat. Zero concern with Dennis Schroeder. Zero concern with the coach. Uh, I don't even have huge concern about the West. I think Utah is a regular season fraud, and I think that's proven by a topic we're going to talk about here in a second with mm -hmm. the All Star Game. I think the Clippers still have Paul George, and until Paul George stops being Paul George. We don't have to worry about the Clippers. Uh, and Kawhi still hasn't spoken to a human being in the last 10 years, so his leadership's not going to happen. And so here's my concern. Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. It's Anthony Davis. It, it's all Anthony Davis. It's health and the grit to power through injury. He had it last year. It's been well documented. He had some injuries last year. He pushed himself through it. And I wonder... Is he sliding back to his New Orleans ways where he disappears for a month at a time for a little boo-boo? I'm not saying that's what he has. I know it's his Achilles, and that's a serious thing. But I worry that we're going to get to the playoffs, and Anthony Davis is going to be that nickel and dime guy that, ooh, I got a little bump, so I might miss a game, or I might not run as fast. His numbers are way down. They're way, way down. And I would have expected, and I think the media is talking this way too, that he would have become – you know, kind of the the LeBron would have said, okay, it's it, it it's your time now, young buck. And I think we've actually seen that regress. And so yeah. that's my concern. Is yeah. Anthony Davis. I, now I hear that. I, I actually, though, I, and I, I, I get that. I just am not concerned 
about Anthony Davis and where he's at. Because, A, we're talking about him now going into the playoffs with an eight-week rest, which he got a four-month rest before the bubble last year, and it did wonders for him. So I actually, there's no indication he's not going to come back totally healthy, totally rested, and ready to roll. Number two, I, I started to feel the concern as well, but I think it's based off of what you said, what we've been kind of sold the line is Anthony Davis was supposed to take over and LeBron was supposed to be second seat. What we're seeing is I don't think Anthony Davis will ever be that guy that takes over, and that's fine. He doesn't have to become that. The good news for him is LeBron is still fully capable because he is still the best player on planet Earth. He is still fully capable of taking the front seat, and he's having to, and fortunately for Anthony Davis, LeBron's shoulders can carry it. So it's why AD, I think, comes back healthy in the playoffs, merges back with LeBron. They've already been through that hard run through the bubble. I think they're just fine once he gets back on the court. But it is, but if he can't get healthy or something happens, I don't have any concerns until the finals. The finals, I would be concerned without Anthony Davis big time. Yeah, I think it's, it's defense more than anything, right? I think yeah. he puts – they're already nasty in defense. With Anthony Davis, I don't think there's a team that can beat him, including the overrated Brooklyn Nets. Yes, that's what yeah. I said, the overrated Brooklyn Nets. Very, very. All right, so uh, – we were going to talk about the best NBA player on the planet, but all we were going to do is affirm that that was LeBron James, no matter who thinks what. So we can just, we decided because last night was the uh, NBA All-Star draft, which I love that they started doing that several years ago. So uh, now in the All-Star game, there's two captains selected and they do them pick them style like gym class or out at recess. And, uh, and seemingly LeBron James is the only person that ever shows up to do that. So, your reactions to last night's NBA All-Star draft between LeBron and KD? I think there's there's a couple of big narratives here, and I don't want to miss the big picture, you know. Uh, what we saw last night was not just more proof of how LeBron is so much, so far ahead of, ahead of everybody else. We also saw that when we lose LeBron, it will leave a gap in the NBA that I'm really, really questioning how, how long until it's filled. Mm. This guy showed up, studied, prepared, had a vision, had an idea of positions and talent for his all-star team. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant showed up like he forgot it was happening till two minutes before. Mm-hmm. The second best player in the NBA showed up and only knew what to do was to pick his teammates. Mm-hmm. The best player in the planet, which is why we don't need to have that conversation, showed up with an action plan. Right. The guy is, I mean, you look at their rosters. That's why Giannis last night was laughing. Yes. It's a joke. If they don't win, it's only because they didn't want to. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, it's it, it, that's all it is. So that's one thing. And number two, Utah, I'm sorry. Here's your sign. Here's just, I'm just sorry. That's all I can say to you, Utah. It's all I can say to Salt Lake City. It's all I can say to the great state of Utah is the greatest athlete on the planet reminded you of who you are, not mm. just now, but in history. Yes. And I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody, Katie and LeBron both. Yeah, so I agree. I, it, it, so they've done this. I think this is the fourth year that they've had this pick em style draft. And LeBron is 3-0 and in the All-Star games now, and he's about to be 4-0 because of this reason. 
He's a GM. He's showing you why he will own a team at one point and why he will probably be part of the director of basketball operations and why I believe LeBron will win multiple. I believe he will win multiple championships as an owner and a pseudo GM because he showed up to the draft. He's no, he knows all those guys. He knows what's crazy, and he's talked about it, and, and they talked about it last year. I forget who said it. One of the guys said, when we were playing and practicing together, LeBron knew where I liked the ball to be passed for me when I shot a three, and I'm not on his team. That's how cerebral this guy is. That's how far and beyond anybody on planet Earth he is, where he knows his all-star teammates' tendencies, and he's never played a game with them. And that's why he is. And and last night, the, the absolute, it was great. Chuck called it out. It was slander against Utah, and it was, and I was all here for it. LeBron James says out loud, I need some size. And then he picks 6-2 Sabonis, and he's got Rudy Gobert still on the court, which goes to show Rudy Gobert is the most hated guy in the NBA uh, by the players. Like, he's the most disliked player, hands Donovan down. Donovan Mitchell doesn't even like him. Donovan Mitchell's own teammate doesn't like him. So nobody likes Rudy Gobert. And then Utah, they're the best team. And LeBron and Kate, they were trying to remind them, hey, see the Hawks uh, from a couple years ago. Uh, see the uh, yeah, see ev- all these regular season heroes that come out and win sixty games and then get trounced in the playoffs, which is exactly what will happen to Utah. So I was there for the slander, and I also found it hysterical. LeBron tried to play the whole video game angle, like, "Well, we never played with Utah in video games. That's why." Yeah. <laughs> was, he was la- he was laughing when he do it. He knew it. Was yeah, KD game. was like cackling because he's like, "Yeah, we were just straight slander, and you should just said it like they know." <laughs> So, so wonderful. It was great. It was great. Uh, and bonus, I can't wait. I don't know if you recorded I cannot wait to watch the inside the NBA TV like doc that they're doing for the next four It's nights. fantastic. They it. they found something that just works, man. I and it. I think this whole this whole draft for the All-Star game, kudos to to the NBA. They've it's done a great it's job. riveting. My wife watched it last night. It's, fun. it's riveting TV. It's fun. It's riveting. Like kids, it's fun. It's great. All right. Moving on, there was a big transaction in the NFL. It's actually been a pretty wild offseason in the NFL so far. Lots of movement, think, big names. I don't, think, I don't think it's done either. Oh, no, 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 not even close. We're just getting started, which is great because the NFL typically can be a little bit slow around some of that. So, J.J. Watt decides to play for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, everybody had him going everywhere else but there. No expert on planet Earth called it. Uh, so, reactions. J.J. Watt to the Cardinals. Uh, I think it's, I think it's the best announcement, uh, that's ever been done. And when he put a picture of himself working out with an Arizona Cardinal shirt and said, source me, mm-hmm. like it's, it's the best reveal I've ever seen. Like kudos to JJ Watt. That yep. was, that was solid. That was a lot of media shade. Uh, appreciate it. I will say I am, I am wildly disappointed. Um, just from a sports fan perspective, not that I wanted him to go a certain certain place. I just didn't want him to go there because if you look at the history of older backside of their career guys going to the Arizona Cardinals, it's where you go to die, kind of. Kurt Warner, Emmett Smith, like you go there at the end for the warm weather and we never see you again. And I'm, I'm like, man, out of all the places he could go, I get it. The weather, the facilities, the way Arizona is treating him. He got his paper. You know, his girl probably likes it there. 
but I, I was hoping for something that was polarizing. You know, I was hoping go to Cleveland just to throw the, the, the NFL in a loop, go to Tampa Bay, just so uh, Brady can go for 10 Super Bowls. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I, it was just, I think I had it. I was ready for an explosion and it was like, Oh, he's going to Arizona. So it, it lacks some drama to me. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I'm all for, you know me, and when we talk sports, I'm all for what's going to just turn everything on its head, like get a guy traded, like have a guy, you know, I love the drama of it. But I looked at it, and it was a good reminder to me, and it was a and it was something that I think gets discounted for athletes. I think athletes, they get paid millions of dollars, which I am fully aware that they do, and I'm fully aware that that should probably have them keep some of the things they say to themselves because you're just fine. But I, I do think the reality is people want to go and work and live and, and do their life in a place that they enjoy, right? And I think there's definite sacrifices for athletes, and I think people have made it. But I think J.J. Watt has made – he has sacrificed his body and everything about him for Houston. I mean, he went – he gave everything he had to try and make that franchise great, and not only that franchise, that city, and to do things for him. And I think, to be honest, he found a place that he wanted to live. He found a team and a coach. Cliff Kingsbury has a, a reputation of not grinding players down in practice. He's a college coach, so they don't wear pads much. They don't hit much, you know. And I think he just found a situation that was going to that was gonna extend his life and just his, you know, his health and just his body and his – and just being – he said it in his presser. It didn't suck waking up this morning and it being 68 degrees and sunny. I mean <laughs> – and there's nothing wrong with that. So I, you know, a lot of people gave him a lot of shade and, oh, he doesn't care about a Super Bowl apparently. And and I I was reminded that everybody else given the opportunity, and many have, have moved and taken jobs and gone places because they want to live a certain place and be able to do certain things. And and that's the beauty of having the freedom to do that. So yeah, I thought it was, I don't care, I I was don't good care for about the, Yeah, I don't care about the Super Bowl narrative, you know? Like, I don't... He's not, you know, I don't, if you don't want to chase rings or you do want to chase rings or whatever, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. Really happiness is huge. You know, I just, I'm like you, man. I, I actually don't really care about JJ Watt that much. And I don't really care where he ends up. What I care is that you give me a story. Uh-huh. I just want something fun. Like yep. I want something that says, holy cow. That's why our main topic today is I hope it's chaos yep. with these quarterbacks. Now, I really do. Yeah. Now I'm all for, by the way. I'm I'm uh, I move on quickly. I wanted JJ Watt to be on the other edge of the Browns rush by Miles Garrett, who is an ap- actual real life dinosaur. But I wanted to see it. He's gone. Von Miller, you're my boy now. Like I've moved on, and I will. <laughs> JJ, your old news. Von Miller, come on to Cleveland, boy. You're now mine. Well, I think I, I think Denver's I think Denver's trying to cut his pay, so it could happen. Come on, Von. So, uh, last one before we move into our main segment of the day, Space Jam 2 expectations. LeBron finally tweeted out a few more pictures. Uh, The movie, I guess, the final cut is pretty much ready, so it's ready to do some early premieres, and it's coming in June. So, Space Jam 2 expectations. Oh, my gosh, this movie's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. I, 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 I I don't know if the first one's, you know, I wouldn't call the first one a good movie. It was just the most polarizing, popular, greatest basketball player we had ever seen. And he was in it in a cartoon. And so when it was released the first time, it was really something. Uh, And I, you know, obviously that was, that was back in my day. And it was just something to have cartoons and real life people 
on the screen together. I mean, that was a really big technological, like really cool thing uh, that kind of started, you know, a, a little bit with Mary Poppins and the, the penguins and things like that. And so they took it to a new level. Uh, so I think that's over. We're used to that. We've seen that a million times. And I, I, I love LeBron. I, I just don't know if acting is, is going to be, um, is going to be the, the flavor of the month for him. And so uh, I, I think my expectations are, I think I will see it with my sons because, you know, and maybe my whole family and my expectations walking in the theater uh, will be, this is going to suck and we're just going to enjoy it as a family. And so anything that's above that, cheers. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree completely and I'm going to put out the crystal ball. So I actually, well, Le- well of course you're going to disagree because you've got the blind love eyes for LeBron James. No, I, one of us, one of us has to be realistic. I can say that we've looked at, <laughs> I've watched LeBron act. I've seen him in movies and, and he actually is pretty good. And he's actually been talked about in Hollywood by other people. Wow. LeBron can actually act. He did a great job and can't remember the name. I didn't even see the movie whole movie. I just watched his scenes in it, but uh, I think he's going to do a really good job. I think he's going to, I think it's actually going to be a really well-produced. I think he's going to act well in it. They say the kid that plays his son is really great. And so I think it's actually going to be a way better movie. What I believe will happen then is that will inflame the LeBron. It will flame the goat debate. And what will be said, here's my prediction it, and mark it down. There'll be guys like Rob Parker and all those idiots that'll say this. Jordan, because people will say LeBron was a better actor and this was a better movie. I really believe so. And when they say that, the reaction on the other side will be, Jordan wasn't as good as an actor because he was more worried about basketball and he was out there trying to kill people. And LeBron wants to be, and it'll, they'll use the Space Jam 2 being better than Space Jam 1 as a reason to say why Jordan is the GOAT and better than LeBron on the basketball court. That's my prediction. But just in, I cannot wait to watch the movie. I'm all for it. Uh, and I think it's going to be better than the first one as far as the movie, the production, and and the acting. Although I love Space Jam one, always will. It's an all time great movie. Even though yes, it's not he's not a great actor, but just the the story, the setting, they you know all the all stars they got to do in it. It was great. So that's my expectations. I hope you're right. I hope it's good because I'm going to spend money on it, and I don't want to waste my money. Uh, and I root for LeBron in all things. I just. Uh, it's all. It's actually more, more less about LeBron and more about the story. Will they get the story right? Like that's that's the thing, right? Yes. Now LeBron's made it very clear. This is not a sequel. He has said it multiple times. This is not a sequel. This is. It's called the next generation. Like this is. This is its own thing. Is what he's saying, which is not true. It's going to be compared. It's the same. Like I said, the Jordan LeBron debate is going to go nuts after this. I knew that. So. Uh, we're going to move on to a main segment of the day because it's been what everybody in the sports world is talking about. And it's kind of fun to talk about right now. I'm very curious by it on the move. Uh, there are a lot of big names right now at the quarterback position in the NFL, which is the most important one. And there are a lot of names on the table right now as to where they're going to go. So we're just going to grab the top four. Uh, that are still currently in limbo, that haven't had their deals inked, that have been linked to trade rumors, that have said, I want out. And we're going to talk about where we think they're going to play their first snap on week one. Lead us. Lead us out. Who, All right. you, who are you going with? All right. Let's talk about, let's bring up old Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, Ooh. Dallas Cowboys. What do you think? Week one, he's taking his first snaps where? Uh, I'll tell you where I think he is, and I'll tell you where I hope he is. I think... He's in Dallas on a one-year, 
franchise tag tag for $37 million. And then he's a free agent and there's some big boy jobs coming. Pittsburgh being one of them where uh, New England, another one, uh, New Orleans, another one, places that are great franchises looking for quarterbacks in a year. Uh, and so I think he'll take his 37 million. That'll give him 69 million over the last two years. Uh, Dallas will not pay him franchise tag again because they got to pay him like a billion dollars. Uh, where I hope he goes is Seattle, and that I'll play that out more when we get to Russell Wilson. Yes, <clears throat> I. So where I think and where I hope he goes, I think are the same thing. I think that Dak Prescott is going to end up in Seattle. I think, I think Dak has been frustrated and worn out by the fact that Dallas won't pay him. Uh, I think Dallas, you know, Dak has now come out and said that his agent, they've been trying to get Patrick Mahomes money. He wants to be paid right behind Patrick, which is pretty crazy for a guy that's been seven and seven and 16 in his last, like, you know, 20 some starts. But anyway, I think that, Pete Carroll, because he kind of runs everything up there, is tired of Russ wanting out and tired of the slander that's coming their way because of Russ. And so I think they'll be pretty motivated to get a deal done, to get what they think is a great quarterback who just needs a new place to be and to try and prove, you know, and stick it to Dallas, stick it to Russ and stuff. So I think they'll, I, you know, it, it, and I'll just, we'll lead right into him. Uh, I think Dak is going on the move, and I think he and Russ are going to swap spots. But we'll bring up Russ next since we're on the topic. You were saying yeah. you got a little more on Russ. Yeah, I, I think the thing with Russ, I think they're going to tough through one more year. Uh, and um, I think they're, I, I think Seattle's going to dig its heels in. I don't think they're going to get rid of this guy. I think you're going to do one more year. He's going to be on his back for 16 games, get sacked 40 sometimes this year. Dak's going to do his one-year thing. And then I think the possibility of Russ uh, ending up in Dallas then is more reality than now. Um, but I'm like you. I hope they swap. I want Russell Wilson in Dallas because Jerry will let him cook. Uh, his wife will love Dallas, you know, being a big time, just polarizing city. Uh, I think Russell Wilson needs to be in a bigger market. Uh, I think Dak feels like a fit in Seattle where I'm kind of like, why is Dak even, even a narrative? Like the only reason we talk about Dak is because he's in Dallas. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't talk about that. If Dak was in Seattle, his whole career, we would, we wouldn't talk about him anymore uh, than we talk about, you know, Mr. Trubisky. But because he's in Dallas, we talk about him all the time. Mm -hmm. You put Russell Wilson in Dallas, man, that dude, he becomes front page news, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm all I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think I think there's a major motivating factor for some of these quarterbacks that are trying to get out and get paid right now and try to get to where they want, and it's this fact that they're adding another game. So now we've got 17 weeks in the NFL season, and what every player knows is every week I have the chance of my career being over, and. And in other sports, you always know injuries can happen. But in football, you are one hit away from the career ender because it is a violent collision sport, and especially at quarterback. And so these guys, I think, are seeing that now our now we're going to have to take a whole nother week of beating, another week of travel, another week of practice, another week to try and recover. And so I think they're trying to get their deals inked and everything done because they know there's a lot. They're, the odds just went up of me getting hurt or something happening before next year when I can get out. So I think it's why Deshaun 
Dak, all these guys are trying to pull the trigger and get things settled because they know, like, with an extra week, that's just extra time, too, that things could happen. So Yeah, and, we, and we've said this before. This is all because of Tom Brady. Sure. It's all because of Tom Brady. It, it, if we're going to add another game, I want to stay in the pocket and eat, uh, eat pizza before I throw the ball like Tom Brady does. And that, that's what they all want. Yep. And I don't blame them. I would want it, too. Yep. All right, Sam Darnold. Uh, he got drafted by the Jets, has shown some flashes, but the Jets have just come and actually released that he is in trade talks, that they have him on the table, and that they're willing to listen and, and hear from some other people. So where does Sam Darnold, who the Jets were on pace to take that first pick overall, and then they lost it and now have number two. And so where is uh, Sam Darnold going to play? That's a great point. If 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 the Jets just wouldn't have had to been the Jets last year, uh, they would they would not be in this situation because we know who they would take with the first pick, uh, without question. Uh, it also raises the point of like, man, it's hard to even talk about the Jets or their quarterback. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of like, who cares where Sam Darnold goes? He hasn't done anything. I mean, look at this list: Watson, Dak, Russ. You know, I, I, I maybe I'm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm reevaluating our selection of why Darnold even ended up on the list. But since he did, uh, the Jets also, before they said he's available, oohed and odd over him. I don't know why. He doesn't have anything to prove that he's he's anything. Uh, but I think where, where he'll end up, I don't know if it's this year, but I think he'll end up in Chicago because Chicago loves mediocre, mediocre quarterbacks. They love him. I mean, you go back to Vince McMahon, or uh, not Vince McMahon, um, what was that guy's name? What was the guy that when they did the did the shuffle and all of that, their quarterback when they won the title? What was that guy? You remember that guy's name? Somebody in our audience would probably know, but it mm-hmm. doesn't matter now. Uh, but they've got Mitch Trubisky, mediocre quarterback, not even mediocre. Uh, I, I think Sam Darner eventually ends up in Chicago because they just love these kind of guys. He may stay in the Jets. Uh, honestly, who really cares? He's I don't I don't unlike Colin Cowherd, I don't think Sam Darnold's that great. There. Yeah, I just think there's repercussions if he leaves as, you know, the draft and what do the Jets get and do they give up that pick for, you know, somebody, you know. Um, I I do I do actually agree, and I was going to say Chicago, but as a fallback, Chicago has offered the most for our next contestant that we're going to be speaking out. And if they don't get him, then I think they will – they do not want to stay with Mitch Trubisky. Like, they are clear on the fact that that is not our guy. That's not who we want to ride with. And so I think he becomes just the fallback of, oh, well, we'll try this kid out. We'll see if we can do something with him because it's better than nothing. And so I do think that Chicago yeah. gets him as a fallback because I do not think they'll end up landing uh, our next uh, buddy, which is Deshaun. Watson, which is the topic, which is the pyramid, which is the tip of the iceberg with this whole conversation is where will Deshaun Watson play football next season? Well, this is the best one because we know Deshaun is going to leave. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's tripled down. He's told them, I will not wear your Jersey ever again. Mm -hmm. He met with a new coach and said, don't even think about it. I'm out. And so he's going to be moved. Even if he sits a year, I'm going to take that off the table. So if he sits a year, he sits a year, whatever. Eventually he ends up somewhere. And I think where he could end up is Chicago, like you just said. And I think Chicago, if they don't get him, will overpay for Sam Darnold because the fans will not let them have Trubisky again. So Chicago is going to make a move and they'll overpay for it where they have to do it. So if I was 
Houston, I would say Chicago, give us everything you got. I think he could go to Carolina, which I think is a place Deshaun should not want to go. And I think the place I hope he goes and the place I think he could go is Miami. I think Miami's got the right coach. Miami's got the right players. They're going to have a great draft this year because uh, they've shown a, a history of, of drafting well lately. And I think for Deshaun Watson, how good he is, you put him in Miami, which is historically a pretty solid franchise, mm-hmm. just has had some rough years. Uh, I think that is the most interesting place for me. I would love to see him play there. I would love to see him in that division. Uh, so I'm rooting for Miami. I think they have a good shot. It will depend on if Chicago throws the kitchen sink. Uh, Adam, he has a no trade clause as well, so he kind of gets to play into that. Yeah, I mean, he definitely gets to he definitely gets to decide what he wants to do. Like he gets to decide what uh, yeah where he wants to go and how he wants to play this thing out. And so he holds all the cards. I do think wholeheartedly that he is going to be sitting this year. I do think that they are going to dig their heels in. I do think that they are going to not allow him to go. I think that I think if there was a place that it makes the most sense and that he could have the most immediate impact and could make a team scariest, I do think it's Miami. But I also do think that Houston is going to be a little bit of a scorned lover in this. And what I what what I why I don't think Miami will be the final destination is Miami can send you to a and some, but they don't have the most assets to send. And the reality is Houston is tapped. They have no salary cap. They have no draft picks. They have nothing to rebuild off of. So the best hope they have, if they are going to get rid of Deshaun is to go get a truckload of picks to just get everything they can possibly get in a draft to be able to try and draft and make their rebuild go one or two years faster than it's going to have to go. Right now, apparently, Chicago is offering the most as far as that goes. Uh, they've backed the truck up the biggest. Um, but really, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer because it's really going to come down to, I think, what team is going to just back the Brinks truck up and dump it on them. Because that's all, that's all, that's, they can't let him go for any less. And another mm-hmm. quarterback doesn't change their outcome right now. And so I think they need to try and rebuild the whole team versus just try and find another quarterback to replace because you already don't have a quarterback and you're not going to have one that really replaces him. So you need picks and you need to try and start fixing that team. Mm. Yeah, man. I, 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 my only concern about Chicago is Watson saying no, you know, that he will say, no, I'm not going to do it. But I don't know that he, he feels like, um, he has a destination in mind yet. I don't, it, it doesn't seem like he does. Uh, Cause why wouldn't he just come out and say so? Cause he said everything else. So why hold back? <laughs> I, I do think that there, everybody has talked about how Houston is terrible and terribly run. And that's a fact, but I do think in this situation, the longer it goes, the more I'm realizing, I think the impression was, wow, they're just dumb and they just won't let him go. And they're just digging their heels in and they think he's coming back. I think they know full well, he's not coming back. What I do think they're trying to do is I do think they're trying to force his hand uh, Mm. to go anywhere. I think they're trying to make him so desperate to leave that the no trade clause becomes a non-issue and he'll just, okay, fine. Like if I can get out, just send me there. It's not here. Like I'll get out. And so I do think that's it. But uh, we are going to wrap it up. So one final thought before we send it off. And I'm going I'm to give you most of my time because I actually have a question for you. And, and if it takes up your final thought, I apologize. 
I think Uncle JB, which is what I'm calling our new president. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Uh, Joe Biden, I'm calling him Uncle JB. I think it fits his personality and I love it. Uh, I think he's going to send us some more money. I think he's going to send us a lot of it. I want to know if you didn't have anything like responsibilities, uh, what's the one thing you would buy with this extra cash if you could just use it frivolously? Oh. I want to know your I want to know your purchase. Wow, that's a good question. So, yeah, to use it frivolously, which won't happen, but to use it frivolously. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to, I mean, I think I'm going to do, I, I'm going to get a new driver because mine is in desperate need, but I'm going to get like a nice one. Not that it'll fix much of anything, but I'm going to get a new driver uh, that can hit the ball for me. I'm going to take a nice trip with Lexi and like, I mean, go, I mean, nice dinner. I'm going to do that. And then, Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I've got all the Apple stuff I need right now, I think. So <laughs> that's always a consideration. If you got extra cash laying around, it's like what's Apple got out there that I don't have yet. So <laughs> I yeah. love it. Those are, pretty, those are pretty good things. I think those are a couple of things. That's good. That's good. You got any final thoughts for us? Uh, no, I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't, I lost my train of thought. So I lost my final thought. So that's it. That's what I would frivolously spend my money on. That's my final thought. <laughs> See, that's awesome. All right, uncle JB, send us some cash, buddy. We're waiting. We're ready. All right, man. We will uh, see everybody next time. Thanks for listening in and we'll talk to you later.